Let me guess, you signed up for every free lead magnet and binged on every marketing YouTube video and thought, what am I missing? Why isn't my business exploding like that? Well, I can tell you, you're not alone. Whether you're just getting started or have an established business, entrepreneurship can be really lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Overcoming your fear of launching or building your personal brand or figuring out how to scale, it shouldn't be holding you back. It should be empowering you. On this podcast, we're going to deep dive into the mechanics of what it takes to build your brand, make your mark, and stake your claim in the digital marketing space. I'll be chatting with people from all walks of life and stages in their careers. I will be getting inspiration from real experts who will share their actual strategies and techniques to grow loyal and raving followings and sell more stuff. This is entrepreneurship from people who are already there making it happen. My name is Jeff Mendelson. Join me and welcome to the One Big Tip Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today, I am really pleased to have with me on the line Chris Ward. Chris is the author of the Win the Hour, Win the Day Time Management for Small Business book. It's a four-week productivity plan to go from overwhelmed to highly efficient and reclaim your life. The cool thing about Chris is that she is the leading authority on building your business by building your team. She helps entrepreneurs uh, create their their win team, which is the what is next team, using her signature uh, super toolkits so that you can get your idea to execution and make your ambitions come alive. That's a great tagline. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. I'm pumped to be here. Thank you so much for joining me. Can you please uh, take a moment to tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got to where you are today? Yeah. Okay. So I started as a marketing strategist many years ago, over 12 years ago. And uh, the first couple of years I was in business, oh my gosh, I worked day and night and it was just insane. So I'll move the story along and tell you, I was working like 16 hours a day. And then I, you know, I just thought something has to change. You're tired. And people say you're not as charming as you thought you were because now you're cranky and tired all the time. So I just thought, oh my heavens, we have to, there needs to be something we got to do different. So I examined team building and productivity feverishly. And I I got from 16 hours a day down to six. And boy, the big lesson was how much I'd been working against myself when I was working those many hours. It was, it was unbelievable. And you know what? Life is good. I turned it around and luckily I did because it was a couple of years after that, that my husband actually was diagnosed with colon cancer. And I had been pulled away from the business for about two years. And when I returned after his passing, my existing clients had no idea of my absence, none. And so they started asking me like, how did I manage that? And so they wanted me to work with them under the capacity of team building and productivity and all that stuff. And so I did, I started working with them and they started getting evenings and weekends off. And as my clients tell me all the time, they get like 25 hours back a week, the first month they work with me. And so I felt that, you know, your business should support your life, not consume it. And that, you know, really business should be fun. And I thought, how can I help more people? Because I really want to create a biz- uh, a movement where, where, again, your business supports your life instead of consuming it. So I wrote a book and it kind of really just snowballed from there. And now we have coaching clients at different entry points. And we've got an info product, the outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs and all kinds of fun stuff. But that's how it evolved. So, you know, what's interesting about what you're talking about is that it's not just time management then. It's about building that team. And I suppose, you know, uh, teaching people how to delegate is, uh, you know, is big there as well. I think it's even bigger than that. So it's kind of, I always compare everything to fitness because everyone at some point is wanting to lose five pounds. So maybe you key in like, oh, I want to lose five pounds. And then you never thought to key in nutrition, right? So time management sometimes is a gateway where people find me. 
But really what it's about is, look, the people as entrepreneurs, you guys, you have this idea, like, let's say you go, okay, uh, let's give you an example. Let's say you think, oh, I've got a house plant. And you think, oh, I'm, I kept it alive. I'm really excited. And then you think, I'll get another one. That's awesome. And then you think, should I be a farmer? Cause, and But the output is so, the yield is so big. And what happens when you have your business is you go from one client to five to seven and you want more and more and you need to pay for the business, put back into the business. But there is no natural thing where infrastructure comes into play and supports that. And so sometimes you think, well, I need a virtual assistant, but then you take work off your desk, dump it on theirs and there's somebody you have to manage. Where we created that what we call the 60-40 win formula. You should be in creation mode 60% of the time and, the web, and admin mode 40% of the time, where most entrepreneurs are in the web of admin 80, 90% of the time saying, oh, I'll do that thing I have to do after I'm done work tonight at six, seven, eight o'clock at night. And really all an entrepreneur is, is someone that gets ideas to execution, ideas to execution. And in order to do that, you have to have strategies in play where you have a win team versus just having help or being a sufferpreneur and doing it yourself. A sufferpreneur. That is one I haven't heard yet, right? Because that's literally what happens when you overburden yourself with too much work. When you think that, uh, you know, when superhero syndrome comes into play, that you think that you're the only one who can actually, you know, who can actually make this thing work for you. Right. And if you're not effective at delegating and you're not effective at setting up processes and you're not effective at setting up teams, then you're right. You will be suffering. Right. And you know what? You shouldn't be effective because whatever you're doing is what you're is your zone of genius. This whole thing that I do is a whole nother career. It's a whole nother career. And that's what I want people to understand. It doesn't just fall into play, but it's a whole nother career. And what I, I also talk about the three D's, you know, damaging overhead, diminished opportunity, delayed income. And so when you think, OK, I, I mean, I don't even buy in that most entrepreneurs don't know how to delegate. I think they're just too busy. They can't see like they can't look up to delegate and they have no one to delegate to. They don't understand like, oh, once I make a certain amount of money, then I'll get help. No, you'll never get there. You won't get to the top of the mountain if you don't have a team helping you get there. You just won't. Any successful business in the history of mankind, they had a team. Where would we be if Steve Jobs was spent, you know, an extra 10 years in the garage? It just wouldn't be, right? So damaging overhead is when, let's say, keep it simple, you say, all right, you know what? I can sell my package for a hundred bucks. Well, then when you're doing that admin work at the web of admin at seven, eight o'clock at night, you're charging your company a hundred bucks because that money you could be bringing in and you're not. So you think you're saving money and doing it yourself. You're, you're billing your company money that you would never pay for. You would never pay somebody a hundred bucks to do that basic admin work. That's amazing. That's an amazing way to think about it. Let's talk about how you can manage this 60% creation and 40% admin. I think that's, uh, first of all, I think that's a really interesting, it's an interesting ratio, right? I, I, I think that some people would even challenge you like, oh, I, you know, you got to be creating even more or you need to be adminning like even less, like however they want to spin it. How do you come up with a, like what the exact formula is, not just, you know, like in general, I mean, the, you know, what we're talking about here is a framework, but how do you help entrepreneurs figure out what is the correct formula for them and also help them implement it? So what it's really about is anything you do, we constantly work on what we call our super toolkit. So those are similar to standard operating procedures, but very different. Okay. Standard operating procedures are SOPs are built usually not with end user 
creating them and also to cover liability. With a super toolkit, you know, what it really does is allow you to compress whatever you're doing. And we use the Q thing that we set up the Q program, create, use, and edit. So we're always taking steps like 12, 15 steps. Can we get it down to eight? Can we get it down to seven? So for example, for my podcast, When the Hour, When the Day, it's about general business, um, you know, how to get to your next one now, tangible things, people listen to it and they get a takeaway. Now we're going to move to two shows a week in the fall. However, so our output will double. Well, we've got it down that our admin work, everything associated with that will go up 12%. That's it. So you always have to have room for that next thing. You know, I was so super excited when I, when I wrote my book, when the hour, when the day, I thought, okay, that's it. I'm good. I'm satisfied. And then of course there's the podcast. Okay. All right. Well, now I need an info product. Okay. After this, right. And now we're doing this masterclass. Um, it's a group coaching that offers so many different things that we've never been able to do before. And it's going to be a lower entry point financially so that people really all sorts of people can work with us, be in the hot seat, get Q and a and, and learn how to hire and create your win team. But there's always a next thing. So being an entrepreneur is getting ideas to execution, ideas to execution. It's not, you didn't start a business to run a business, that's a job. You wanted to execute at a high level and really have a bigger impact, make more money and just really be creative. So that's where the 60-40, you know, being in creation mode more than you are in admin mode, that's where that really comes from. So how do you translate then the admin stuff, right? Because that's something that's usually hard I would say harder for people to be able to pass off, right? Because obviously no one can write as well as I can. Nobody can make a WordPress site as fast as I can. Nobody can, you know, get these things executed as fast as I can. You know, the like one of my early sayings to myself was, I just need to hire three more Jeffs, right? And one of the things I learned over the years is that you can't, right? You know, you really need to hire someone who specializes, someone who specializes in writing, let them do the writing and that's it. Don't ask them to do the social media, right? Because that's a, that's a different skill set or someone to do the, uh, you know, some of the more technical stuff. How do you help uh, entrepreneurs uh, manage that part in, in terms of compartmentalizing the admin stuff that also needs to happen within their business? You know, you don't really need to compartmentalize. Neither one of us can say that word. So <laughs> I think I fumbled because you fumbled. Okay. So it's not about putting that into compartments because most entrepreneurs I work with, that's not their problem. It really, they just want to get to the next thing. So when you can compress the admin work, it just happens organically, like constantly. And you're right. Too many people say, oh, I want a social media person. Well, what does that mean? Does it mean doing the graphics, the, the posts, doing whatever? There's so much to that. Now, I'm also a big advocate of keeping your team very lean. So we do a lot as I listed all the things we do. And I have a team of four plus a student, which by the way, you guys, we have had 40 students this year. We've had eight. No, sorry. Sorry. This year we had four students and each one gives us 200 free hours in order to get their credit. So that's 800 hours. So now that's not a team, but that supplements your team. So you can also on www.freegift.gift from Chris, K-R-I-S.com. I have this guide, the ultimate guide to getting a co-op student 200 free hours. It's amazing. So you can get that. So the point is, it's not about putting those things in compartments. It's about getting junk out of your way so you can get to the next thing. And I'll be honest, Jeff, I'm not in the business of convincing people like, oh, you should let this go because you can't do this, this, and this. If, if I have to explain that to you, we're probably not going to work well together because it's like saying to somebody who wants to build a house, hey, do you want a bunch of tradesmen to come in? 
and you've got electrician and plumber do all these things. We can get a whole bunch of houses up in six weeks. Or do you want to build this house yourself? And yes, even if you were qualified and could be all those different trades, it would take you three, four years to build it by yourself. So the people I work best with are like, listen, I want to move on to my next ambition. I want to get ideas to execution. I want to make my ambitions come alive. And this mundane admin stuff is low level and I should not be charging my company that much to do it. And maybe you're right, Jeff, maybe somebody else couldn't do some of the things you do as well as you. But what about if they could do it 60% and it gets you to the next thing and it gets your book out, your podcast or your coaching or whatever, you know, and I would argue too that I'm sorry, I don't think you can do five things you know, evolve different things. I bet you we can find people that can do it better than you, never mind as good. Well, you know, I'm a legend in my own mind, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's that, right? But I think the other part is, you know, we talked a little bit about superhero syndrome, like you just can't be that, right? And if you are looking to move on to the next big thing, then you're right, you do need to let go at some point and really help, uh, you know, and really find the next best person who would be able to do that. And I have a point in example from a couple of weeks ago, actually. So I have this one VA who does like, uh, you know, okay work with the social media stuff. And I asked her to create a, a, you know, just to take something that I wrote, like two, three pages that I wrote and to create a lead magnet out of it. I gave her my Canva account and I said, you know, I, I want this more or less, um, you know, this template. Can you do something with it? Two days later, she came back with this gorgeous lead magnet. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even know you could do this, right? You should be able, you should be doing all of these for me, right? And then it became a question of, okay, now I have to plan out the next 10 lead magnets so I can start, uh, you know, so I can start uh, giving this stuff to her. And I think those are happy revelations, right? Those are happy, you know, things that you find out that, you know, this person is already on my team. She's already engaged. She already knows that, you know, more or less what, you know, my standards and what it is that I'm looking for. And now I can pass off even more work to her. Total win, total win for everybody, right? Yeah, well, that, I mean, you nailed home, you drove home my point. That's my point is that they can often do it um, better, faster than you can. And uh, frankly, I'm very excited to be the dumbest person in the room. And my team is phenomenal and they show up all the time. I mean, uh, Kazel, who is our podcast, uh, sorry, social media manager, up until her, I hated spreadsheets. I just felt there was too many numbers coming at you. It was just crazy. It was just like, oh, can't we write this out? Like it was just never my thing. And now I'm telling you, she could write spreadsheets for NASA and make it look like easy, digestible, exciting information. And now everything is a spreadsheet. I'm addicted. Like, oh, we can see the information so clearly because she's just so different at it. And then it's also about setting these people up back to our 60-40 win formula. You know, our podcast manager came to us. We were super excited. We were closing in on 200 five-star reviews. We're like, oh, we're going to make a banner. This is super exciting. But because their work is all set up that they have creation time, that they're not constantly just trying to crawl out of the admin, they've always got room to explore and do more. She comes to us and found this, you know, this, I don't know, website, application, whatever. And we didn't even know that you could leave ratings and reviews on Stitcher. I didn't know that. And so all of a sudden we had 900 five-star reviews that I, like, we were excited trying to get to 200. We had 900 
which by the way, just so you know, I'm a very flawed human being. Then I was like, damn, we're so close to a hundred thousand. So a minute ago, I was excited about 200, but she found that I didn't ask her to do that. It wasn't a research thing. And then I went to the podcast community. And they're like, oh, we didn't know of this link. And I, I looked like everybody's hero. So that's the whole thing is I'm not just giving her work, put it on her desk, like a parentified system where the corporate world is, or like a school teacher thing. They just, the setup, how we set up the win team, the what is next team really generates them like a rising tide lifting all ships. It, it generates them moving me forward. Amazing. That, you know, that is such an amazing analogy, you know, just to, you know, to recognize it and to visualize that win, you know, that really does exemplify the, you know, the great work that you're doing, you know, with your book, with your podcast and all that. So yeah, that's just awesome. So uh, Chris, can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about you and how they can reach out to you directly if they want to learn more? Yeah. I mean, anywhere, any of the socials, tell me you heard me on this fantastic podcast and we'll be fast friends. And right now I would enjoy, uh, I would encourage you and invite you to join the community. We, we just started a group in Facebook because we are launching this masterclass, which we've never done before. And because we haven't done that, um, there's a free masterclass. You can learn all kinds of really great takeaways. And then if you so choose, we've got this stop working so hard masterclass where we're throwing in all kinds of spectacular goodies that we won't be doing months down the road when it's less new. So this is the time. Uh, yeah. So, you know, reach out to me anywhere, LinkedIn, all that places and just say, Hey, you're a friend of Jeff's and you'll be a friend of mine. Amazing stuff. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today. I love talking about this stuff. I love, uh, you know, getting different perspectives on how to be more efficient and how to make your business better. And I think you really nailed it. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. 